Well, welcome everyone to the final edition of John Normal Leadership Podcast for 2020. Hasn't it been a normal year? I mean, no surprises, just a really calm collective year. Just kidding. It's been a challenging year, but here's the good news. Tomorrow is a new year, new opportunities, lots of ways, lots of ways to set new goals. And so I'm full of faith for 2021. I cannot wait to see what it brings. And I want you to encourage you to lead with faith and expectation and keep the dreams in your heart because who knows, this could be the year that, uh, that they are fulfilled. So today's podcast is titled Leading with Questions Rather Than Answers. And often as leaders, we like to be the ones with all the answers. And probably the reason we are leading in our businesses or organizations, churches, is because predominantly we do have the answers and that's credit to you. Um, But I think if we're better at asking the right questions and taking time to listen to the answers, I think we'd actually get better results. So when you ask questions, when I ask questions as a leader, I think it shows that you actually value yourself more and you value the people around you more. So, so much of leadership, especially over the last uh, nine or 10 months, has been about problem solving. Um, But the more I lead, I feel like I don't have more answers. I feel like I have more questions, especially throughout this pandemic. So as we head into this brand new year tomorrow, 2021, let's just think about 2020. It's probably been the most challenging time that you've had to lead your business through. I know for many, you've had to furlough staff. For many, you've had to even maybe, uh, you know, make un- make un- people unemployed. And that's that's hard. That's one of the hardest things you'll ever have to do as, a, as an employer. Um, but for me, it's made me analyze a lot about how I lead and how I ask questions differently now. And I think as a leader, uh, before I give direction, I need to ask some pretty hard questions. And I'm not going to give too many answers away during this session. Um, we're just going to talk about questions. And this will be a hard-hitting session. So uh, put your seatbelts on. We've got nine questions. We're going to put those nine questions in the description so you can work on them. And don't just receive the session, but take a moment to take part in it as well. And maybe talk to it with some of your key team, staff, with your spouse, and look at ways because, you know, as you lift the level of your leadership, others are going to rise around you. So here's the big question number one Am I investing in myself? Now, only you and I could answer that question. It's not a selfish question. Um, as leaders, we spend so much time investing in others, but you cannot give what you do not have. And If you're going to change the world, if you're going to lead to a greater level, if you're going to rise with your leadership, you better work on yourself. You've got to learn every day to create a new daily discipline in your life. You know, you think about on a plane. They always say, don't they, on a plane, an event of emergency, put your oxygen mask on first before you help others. And you cannot save others in life. You cannot lead others. You cannot take people where you've not been. You cannot help people if you're not helping yourself first. Um, So you've got to take personal responsibility by asking this question, am I investing in myself? I want to ask you three really direct questions in this. If you could rate yourself on one to 10, how much time and effort do you invest in your health? One being not really taking any effort right now, but 10, you're doing really well. What about investing in your mind? What about investing in your spiritual being? We talked about a little bit in, a, uh, in a previous episodes about resetting your mind and your heart and your soul and your health, but these are big questions. 
Am I investing in myself? Second question to ask ourselves is this. Am I generally interested in others? As leaders, we always claim we're, we're, we're interested in others, but are we genuinely interested in others? I think there's nothing more dangerous than leaders who don't like people. If you've ever met, you've been into a, a restaurant, you just feel like you're not wanted there. You've ever been into a, a gym and you feel like, do you really want me to be part of this, 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 this club? I want to encourage you, don't, so much of what we do is about people. People. Don't lose your genuine care and love for people. As leaders, there's a fine line between motivating people and manipulating people, especially at work. And I think our job is to move people, move people forward. How do we start that? By being generally interested. Manipulation is moving people for my own advantage. Motivation is moving people for mutual advantage or for their advantage. And our primary role as leaders has got to be to motivate people, to see people as people, not as profit. Now, that's challenging, isn't it? Because let's be honest, we all want to grow in our leadership. We want more influence. We want to make a profit and all those things are good things. But I think if we see people for who they are as people and we're genuinely interested in their well-being and their families and the things that are going on in their private worlds, because everyone has a public world and a private world. But when people know that we really care and we're really genuinely interested in their well-being, here's the thing. Healthy things grow. So when the business is healthy, when the organization, the church is healthy at the core, it automatically grows. So that's a challenging question to leave with us. Am I generally interested in others? And three questions that followers, employees always ask as leaders. Now, by the way, they ask these questions never publicly. They ask these questions subconsciously. And this is to really challenge us if we really care for those who we lead. This is what people ask of me as a leader. Do you care for me? Do, does John Norman really care for me? Or does he just care what he can get from me? No one wants to follow anyone who doesn't care for them. The second question is this, can you help me? It's not fun following a leader who can't build you or help you move your life forward. So the question we've got to ask ourselves is, do we care for people and can we actually help people? The third subconscious question that people ask in their journey is, can I trust you? Trust, Andy Stanley said this, he said, trust is the currency of all healthy relationships. And people are asking you as an employer, as a boss, as a pastor, as a leader in your organization, does he care for me? Has he got my best interest at heart? But even more than that, can I trust him or her? And when trust is broken, suspicion arises. And so, again, we're not going to unpack the answers here today to these questions. We're going to just throw the challenge out. And these are for you to sit down and really check out your personal leadership. And all these three questions are about how other people see you. Question number three. Am I doing what I love? And do I love what I do? I think it's all about passion. You know, I turned 40 uh, last year and I asked myself this question, am I loving what I'm doing? 
Because if I'm not loving what I'm doing, it's different if I'm 21. When I was working at 21, I was working in a clothes store and did I love it? Not really, but it was a means to an end. But when you hit your 40 and you're in your 40s or late 40s, wherever you are, and kind of in this season, sort of half time in life, you've got to be asking that question. Do you love what you do? Because life's too short to spend your whole life doing something that you don't love doing. It's all about passion. It's all about putting your energy in the right places. And I think 2020 has probably, as much as it's had a lot of downsides, some of the upsides of 2020 is it's helped us ask some pretty big questions of ourselves, where we spend our time, our money, our family, uh, our family time. And there's nothing worse than a passionless, cynical leader who's been there, done that, and he's now fed up. And um, maybe it's time for a change. I said this was going to be a hard-hitting session, all right? So no apologies, okay? I gave you the disclaimer up, up front. But maybe, especially this time, is a time to really think about stepping out of the boat. Maybe moving to a different city. Maybe moving to a different country. Maybe leaving your job. Maybe starting a new, starting a new position. Maybe going self-employed. Maybe pioneering a church. But, you know, if you're continually saying this, I should quit, I should quit, I should quit, not just I've had a bad day, I should quit. But if, you, if this has been the theme of your life for the past few months or even years, I think it's probably time to quit because you don't want to spend the rest of your life saying, I should quit, I should quit because you become passionless. And here's the thing, people pick up on that. People can tell when your heart's not in it. And so we've got to ask this question. And it's a tough question and we'd much rather put this question under the rug. Do I love what I do? Am I loving it? And if you're not, you know, McDonald's, I'm loving it, okay? Because that's their slogan. But are you loving life? Are you loving your position in life? Are you loving your career path? Because if you're not, maybe it's time to ask the question and make the change. Number four, question four, am I investing my time with the right people? You know, again, life is, life is short and life is too short to invest your time with the wrong relationships. Who are the right people? Glad you asked. I think the right people to do life with, the right people to surround yourself with, are people who bring out the best in you. People who make a difference by making a difference. People who have a, a bigger dream for their life in you. People who have a bigger capacity than you. People who are committed to a deeper level of character than you. People who, uh, I don't know, who are just more committed than you. I think they're the people that to invest your time with. They're the people who are going to take you to the next level. You know, I'm going to re strategically really look at my relationships for 2021 because I want to surround myself with people who are more committed in life, who are more committed to their marriage, more committed to their children, more committed to stewarding their finances well. Why? Because it rubs off on you. It rubs off on me. So hard-hitting question number four, am I investing with the right people? All right, number five. Am I staying in my strength zone? Am I staying in my strength zone? I spent a lot of my leadership years working on areas I'm not strong in. So let me be really vulnerable and honest. I'm not strong in managing people. I can do it. I like doing it, but it's not my strength. So here's what I did. I brought in this incredible guy in our church called Alan Cooper. I call him Super Cooper because he's that good. And he he helps us manage the team. He manages the staff. He manages, oversees the budgets. He's really good on so much of the stuff that I'm bad at. Okay, so I spent so much of my time doing things that I was actually bad at. 
I'm no good at admin. So what did I do? I invested in Hannah. She helps me personally uh, get my admin skills up to a task. She runs my calendar. She does all those things. Now, I understand for a lot of smaller businesses, maybe you don't have the resources to get there yet. But there's no, there's no, uh, there's no harm in dreaming. There's no harm in planning for the future. Budgets, all those things that I dislike, I'm not good at. I surrounded myself with people who are. And that way, it releases me for my strength zone. Now, what are my strengths zone? Well, my strengths zone are inspiring others, believing in people, setting vision. These are the things that I love doing. I love talking about the future. I love talking about ways to achieve more and you know bring out the best in others. So I made a decision because of this question, am I leading in my strength zone or am I leading in just kind of a weak zone where I'm just getting by, the getting by zone? How do we do that? Well, John Maxwell talks about his rule of five. And I thought I would drop this John Maxwell. If you haven't heard of John Maxwell, he's written more leadership books than I've eaten cheeseburgers. And that's a lot. Okay. So the rule of five will change your life. And so he basically says this, this is five things to do every day when it comes to staying in your strength zone. Number one, every day read. Okay. You cannot give what you cannot have. So you've got to take a moment to invest in you. Okay. Whether it's reading an article online, whether it's reading a book, whether it's something to invest in you. Second, second thing he says is every day think. Every day, we've talked about this before, but take some time to think. You know, every single problem can be outthought if you take time to think about it. Uh, the third thing he says is every day file. You know, think about it. We all think we're smart enough to remember. Who's ever had a really good thought in business, a really good thought in your day, and then by the next the next moment, you're like, oh, I forgot it, because we don't file. They say that the number one time waster in the world is looking for things that are lost. Keys, insurance policies, the kids, okay? We're constantly losing things. Why do we lose things? Because we don't have systems for them. And so think about this. The rule of five can actually change your life with this question. Every day, think about when a good thought comes, how do I file it? Maybe you have a, a section in your phone to just to slot it away in notes or in pages or however you work. But think about ways you can file your great thoughts and ideas and dreams. Fourth thing, as we've been talking about every day, ask questions. Ask questions, glean, glean, glean off people. And do you know what? People love being asked questions. And every day, write. Read, think, file, ask questions and write. Write down, write down your ideas. Keep writing down ways to build your business and move forward. And I think by asking this question, am I staying in my strength zone? How do you stay in your strength zone? By applying those fives. I think brilliance doesn't win, consistency wins. And we consistently got to ask these questions. Question number six, am I taking people to a higher level? Leaders lift people. Kind of the motto, the, the slogan that we've coined for the John Norman Leadership Podcast is, as you rise, others will rise around you. We cannot take people where we've not been before. And we continually have to raise the level of our leaders, our leadership. And so a few practical ways to take people higher by answering this question, asking this question, am I taking people to a higher level? Number one is believe in them. Believe in them. People need to know that you believe in them. Oh, well, they should know, or I've told them last year. No, that's not good enough. People need to be consistently, constantly reminded that you believe in them. I think four of the most powerful words we can ever use as leaders of organizations, as churches, as employers, is I believe in you. 
Say them to your team and you will see a huge reaction straight away. I believe in you. When someone sends an email, say, hey, thanks so much. I believe in you. So a few practical ways to take people higher. Number one, believe in. Number two, value them. One of the ways we can value people around us is ask them, what do you think? Remember, today is all about leading with questions, not answers. Maybe you're sitting in a boardroom. Maybe you're sitting around a table with your team. Rather than you coming up with all the answers or ideas, why don't you throw it back and say, what do you think? Maybe another question to value them is, how are you doing privately? How are you doing outside of the workplace? I think the final way to value people is by releasing them. I'll be honest, one of the, what, my weaknesses as leaders, a lot, like a lot of type A leaders, is we control everything. So we love to be in the, the know, we love to make all the decisions, we love to have all the outcomes. And so what, what we end up doing is to control everything but it shows no value in others. You know when you release that thing that you're holding on to to someone else, they feel valued. So we've got to believe in them. We've got to value them. And the third thing we've got to do to take people to a higher level is challenge them. I love people, and I know you love people too, so much that I want to challenge them. I want people to rise to the next level. You cannot rise to the next level if someone's not challenging you challenging you with what you're eating, challenging you with, are you going to the gym, challenging you with asking some big questions around your life. Question number seven. Okay, you ready? Just a couple more. Question number seven. Am I taking care and enjoying today? Sometimes as leaders, we're so far into the future, we're so vision-orientated that we forget about today. And we've got to have a long-term perspective, but also... We've got to have short-term enjoyment of today. Often taking, taking care of today means taking a day off. Rest. Time with our closest, our nearest and dearest. One of my biggest challenges, and I'm going to, again, I want to be honest and open with you, is I miss the beauty of today because I'm living in the challenges of tomorrow. I'm going to say that again. I miss the beauty of today because I'm living in the challenges of tomorrow. We used to sing a song at school, and I know you know uh, that many of you know that I'm a committed Christian. We sing this song called, This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And, you know, it's an old, old hymn, but I love that old hymn because it reminds me that there's so much for me today. And the future is today. The future is now. The future is here. The future is in front of you. And I know we maybe you want to your business to be bigger, new premises, you want to grow the organization, you've got so much dreams, but don't, don't miss the process in getting there. Number eight, question number eight is, am I taking time to think? We touched on this earlier, but leaders have a natural bias like me to action. And there's nothing better than getting through our tricky meetings, getting through our to-do lists and sometimes activity, all it does is it's not an accomplishment, all it does is just wears you out. I want to encourage us to take time to think. But there's an old saying that said that says thinking time is never wasted time. Every problem, as I said, has a solution, but often problems need to be outthought. So often we regard thinking as a bad use of our time as leaders because we're so we're so driven towards action. But let's ask this question: Has anyone else ever wished they'd taken more time to think about a bad choice? Because I have. 
I wish I could turn back the clock and wish I'd have taken a little bit more to time to think before making that, you know, making that, uh, that decision to hire someone or making that decision to spend that money. It's taking time to think. Our final question today is, am I developing leaders around me? You know, it's actually easier to lead followers than leaders. But the secret for my leadership success isn't, am I developing followers? Have I got more followers following me? You know, we, we put so much emphasis on how many people follow you on Twitter or Instagram. The secret for my leadership success, I'm not talking about my success, but what I want my story, my legacy to be, is am I developing leaders, not followers? One of my heroes in life is a man called Billy Graham. In fact, I've got a picture of him, signed picture in my office because he was a man who traveled the world sharing the good news of Jesus. And I know he visited and spoke to over a billion people in his life. He died just a, a couple of years ago, 99 years old, absolute legend, hero of mine. He wrote a book, his final book was called Nearly Home. And the, the uh, it was asked a question at a press conference. If you could live your life again, Billy, what would you do differently? And he said this, he would say, I would sow my life into 12 people. I thought, wow, okay, so this is a man who's influenced and over a billion people followed his ministry and his work. But he said, no, I would do it differently by just sowing into 12 people. That's a pretty challenging statement. Why? Because he understood the power of not just leading followers, but creating leaders. This is a challenging question, but... If you or I were suddenly taken out of our organization, our church, the charity that we lead, who would be there to take our place? Now, I know for many of us, probably including me, there's no easy answer to that question. In fact, you've got big shoes to fill. But the question should be, who am I developing for that position? Developing is the hardest route to success. We'd much rather sweep that question under the carpet. But developing, it means to challenge. It means to release. It means to believe. It means to value. And we've constantly got to be thinking, not just in terms of how am I going to get through this week or this month or even 2021. How am I going to get through? How am I going to release and develop leaders in the next five to 10 years? Thinking about identifying and growing and releasing. Hey, thanks for joining us today. I hope these nine questions will inspire you to really think about how you can lift the level of your leadership as we head into a brand new year. And my prayer is you lift the level of your leadership, others will rise around you. Have the best end to the year. Have a great 2021. And don't forget to share this, like it, subscribe. Uh, really appreciate your support over the past few months. God bless. I'd value your commitment by liking it, sharing it, subscribing to it, commenting on it, and sharing it with your teams. Remember, you are your only limit, and this podcast is to lift the level of your leadership, and as you rise, others will rise around you.